Welcome to Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here's your host, filling in for D.C. Lundberg, Clive Braithwaite IV. Thank you very much, Joey Martin. D.C. is still out sick. I am his personal secretary, Clive Braithwaite IV, hosting in his stead. Incidentally, he had to withdraw from the Yodling Championship in Chboygum due to his loss of voice. The contest was won by the mounting climber from the Price is Right game cliffhangers. Anyways, this is Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, brought to you by Built Bar. Remember to download, rate, and subscribe to this program on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or whichever podcasting app that you personally care to use. Ask your smart device to play Locked On Mariners Podcast, or any of the other great shows here on the Locked On Network. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners, and follow DC at DC underscore Lundberg. Yesterday, John Miller updated you on the eight wildcard series that took place prior to the Division Series. Today, we'll begin to get you up to speed on how the Division Series ended up. We shall begin in the National League. Interestingly enough, both series will involve teams within one division. The Atlanta Braves faced off against the Miami Marlins while the Los Angeles Dodgers were pitted against the San Diego Padres. We shall discuss the series involving the National League Western Division teams in the second half of the program, and we'll begin in the National League East. Atlanta finished the regular season at 35-25, the third-best record in the National League behind Los Lawyers and the Friars, while Miami would tread water most of the season and finish at 31-29, a mere one game above 500 good for second place in the Eastern Division. The Braves swept aside the Cincinnati Reds in their wildcard series, and in fact didn't allow a single run to score in the series. The Fish also swept aside their adversaries in their wildcard series, upsetting the National League Central champion Chicago Cubs. Game 1 took place on October the 6th in Minute Maid Park in Houston. Atlanta got the scoring underway in the bottom of the first, with Ronald Acuna Jr. hitting a lead-off home run. Miami would waste no time countering Acuna's blast, with Miguel Rojas leading off the top of the second with the home run of his own. They'd tack on three more in the third to take a 4-1 lead. However, the Braves would score two in the bottom of the third to bring the score to 4-3, Marlins' advantage. That score would remain until the bottom of the seventh, where Atlanta exploded. A Marcel Ozuna RBI single, a three-run home run from Travis Darno, and a two-run shot from Dansby Swanson would bring the score to 9-4. Miami would score another run in the top of the eighth, but it was far from enough, as the Braves take Game 1 by a 9-5 final. Max Fried started for Atlanta and only went four innings. He allowed four runs, all of them earned, on six hits, including a home run, but didn't walk anybody. In fact, none of the six Braves pitchers allowed a base on balls. After Freed, Darren O'Day, Tyler Matzek, Will Smith, Chris Martin, and Mark son each pitched an inning apiece, with Martin giving up the only other run, an RBI single to Matt Joyce. On the flip side, Miami started San York and Tara who lasted six innings, gave up five runs on eight hits, one walk, and a home run. Imi Garcia would relieve him, but he only lasted a third of an inning, during which he'd give up three runs. James Hoyt would finish the inning, allowing an additional run. Game 2 would be much more of a pitcher's duel. Brave starter Ian Anderson, not the guy from Jethro Tull, 
went five and two-thirds innings of scoreless ball, striking out eight, while allowing a walk and three hits. Pablo Lopez took the mound for Miami, and he lasted five innings, giving up two runs, both of them solo home runs, while striking out seven. Those two home runs were hit by Dan's B. Swanson in the bottom of the second, and Travis Darno in the fourth. Those two home runs would constitute the scoring for the entire game, and Atlanta wins two zilch, and takes a two games to none lead in the series. Game three was pretty much over by the bottom of the third inning. The Braves scored four runs in the top of the third against starter Sixto Sanchez. They'd tack on another in the fourth against Taylor Rogers, then two more in the fifth against Rogers. Kyle Wright was the Braves starter, and he goes six scoreless innings, allowing three hits, two walks, and striking out seven. A.J. Minter, Jacob Webb, and Shane Green would all subsequently pitch a scoreless inning apiece, putting an end to Miami's improbable playoff run in a three-game series sweep. The final in this one was 7-0. Atlanta hit 257 as a team in these three games, while Miami hit a mere 170. The Fish also had a whip of 1.480, while the Braves' whip was under 1, at 0.778. This was seemingly no contest, the Braves were clearly the better team, while the Marlins proved that they were mediocre at best and had no business seeing action after the conclusion of the regular season. We'll get to the other National League Division series shortly, but first this word from Built Bar. If you haven't tried a Built Bar for yourself, do yourself a favor and do so. They are great tasting protein bars which are covered in 100% real chocolate. While being high in protein, they're also low in calories, sugar, and carbohydrates. They come in 18 delicious flavors, and the nut-free flavors are all made in a nut-free facility. What's more, they're all gluten-free. Go on over to BuiltBar.com to order these terrific protein bars. And if you use promo code, I'm not wearing any pants, nothing happens. So use code LOCKEDON instead to get $10 off your order. Unless you forget about Built Boost Drink Powder and Built Go Energy Shots. In addition, DC tells me that using the drink powder with hot water is a great way to soothe a sore throat. You can find all this at BuiltBar.com, and don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off your order. Do you have a question or comment for DC? Send it to LockedOnMariners at gmail.com, and DC will reply to it on the air in an upcoming mailbag episode. Questions and comments on any subject are welcome, just keep it clean, this is a family show. DC got a question about roller coasters the other day, which he will reply to on the next mailbag episode. Again, that address is LockedOnMariners at gmail.com. LockedOnMariners will continue immediately upon the conclusion of the following message. Now back to Locked On Mariners and your guest host, Clive Braithwaite IV. Thank you again Joey for leading us into the second half of Locked On Mariners. I am Clive Braithwaite IV, filling in for DC Lundberg, who has a bad cold and can't speak. He may or may not be back on the next show, he's unsure at this time. Anyways, back to baseball. 
We have gone over the first National League Division Series, and now we'll recap the second National League Division Series, this one pitting the Los Angeles Dodgers against the San Diego Padres who finished number 1 and 2 in the National League West respectively, and who had the two best records in the National League. The Dodgers finished the abbreviated regular season with a record of 43-17, and 17, tops in all of baseball, while Slam Diego went 37-23. and 23. In their wildcard series, Los Doyers defeated the Milwaukee Brewers in a two-game series sweep, while the Friars bested the St. Louis Cardinals two games to one. In Game 1 of this series, the Dodgers would send Walker Buehler to the mound, while the Padres countered with Mike Clevenger, who has great hair. As it happened, neither pitcher would last very long. Clevenger would have to leave the game during the first at-bat of the second inning, while Buehler would only last four innings. Overall, both teams would utilize a combined 14 pitchers, with the Padres using nine. Neither team would score until the fourth, when Slam Diego would get on the board with an RBI single from former Mariner Austin Nola. Los Angeles would tie the game in the fifth, with Justin Turner scoring on a throwing error. Incidentally, Justin Turner looks like he should be living in a tree making cookies, or perhaps he looks like he should be trying to ward off children trying to get at his scrumptious lucky charms. In any case, Los Angeles would score four more in the sixth inning off three San Diego pitchers, and win by that 5-1 final score. Dustin May, who looks like he should be playing keyboards for Deep Purple, got the win in relief, pitching two scoreless innings. Game two was a little closer. The Dodgers would send the incomparable Clayton Kershaw to the mound, and he would last six innings, allowing three runs, and coughing up two home runs. Slam Diego would get on the board first, on a second-inning RBI double by Will Myers. Los Angeles would counter in the bottom of the third with three runs, on a two-run double by Corey Seager, and a one-run single from Max Muncie. Cody Bellinger would lead off the bottom of the fourth with a solo blast to extend the Dodgers' lead to 4-1. to one. In the top of the sixth, Slam Diego would slam back-to-back -back home runs to start the inning, first by prima donna Manny Machado, followed by Eric Hosmer. That brought the Friars to within one run. The Dodgers would add two more in the seventh to extend their lead to 6-3. To the Friars would score two in the ninth, but alas it was not enough, and the Dodgers take the second game by a 6-5 final score. Dan Altavilla would pitch the final inning for San Diego, striking out two and not allowing anyone to reach base. Game three was another contest that was seemingly over rather early on. Lost Lawyers would score one run in the top of the second, while Slam Diego would answer with two in the bottom of the frame. However, the Dodgers opened a can of whoop bass in the third, piling on five runs against Adrian Morejon and Craig Stammen. They'd add one run apiece in the fourth and fifth innings to go ahead eight to two. San Diego would only muster one more lone run in the sixth, with Julio Urias balking in Manny Machado. The Dodgers would explode once again in the top of the ninth with a two-run double by Will Smith and a two-run triple at the hands of Cody Bellinger. 12-3 would wind up being the final score, and Los Angeles would sweep aside Slam Diego three games to zero. This set up the National League Championship Series pitting the Braves against the Dodgers, which is already in progress. In this division series, the Dodgers hit a whopping 287, while the powerful Padres offense could only muster a batting average of 182, 107 points lower than lost lawyers. In addition, the Friars pitching staff would compile a whip of 
meaning they allowed nearly two base runners per inning. That's a recipe for disaster. The Dodgers' whip was much lower, at 1.037. The NLCS began on October the 12th, and we'll recap it when it ends. That will do it for today's show. DC may be back tomorrow if he's sufficiently regained his voice. Either way, we'll be recapping both American League Division series, no matter who is hosting. Please remember to download, rate, and subscribe to this program on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or whichever podcasting app may spring to mind. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners, and follow DC at DC underscore Lundberg. Thank you for listening to today's show, I hope you enjoyed it, we'll be back next time with the American League Division Series. Until then, have a great day. This is Joey Martin saying join us back here next time for another edition of Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.